Hello everyone and uh, welcome once again to View from the Crumbie, the Leicester Mercury podcast on All Matters Leicester Tigers with me, Paul Jones. And me, Martin Croson. Martin, there's been a bit of a break for Tigers uh, in the last 10 days, but it's been a busy time for the game as a whole, with the British and Irish Lions announcing their squad to face the All Blacks this summer, and England naming their tour party for Argentina. You went on the Lions' last tour to New Zealand some 12 years ago. What sort of welcome can Warren Gatlin's boys expect from the rugby, rugby public down there, do you think? Um, a very, very feisty one, Paul. It's uh, a country that uh, lives for the sport. Um, they're traditionally... Uh, amongst the world's best if not the best most of the time at that sport and for a small country like that they're very proud of the fact that they dominate the world in in, uh, in rugby the whole of their schooling system is built around trying to create um, fellow all, future all blacks and they do it on certainly on a very good basis we were talking in the office yesterday weren't we about the production line of players that the country seems to produce it's absolutely astonishing really for a, such a small nation that's got a population of around uh, three million so they cannot wait for tours like this. They'll have been looking forward to it from the moment the last one finished. They come around every 12 years and um, the Lions will be in a bubble of in- the intensity of which they'll have never known, I don't think, when they get out there. And it's a fantastic trip for supporters as well. Uh, it's a very easy country to travel around. Uh, lots of nice places to go. The people are lovely as well, very, very friendly, but you start talking about rugby and there's a little edge to every conversation comes in because they believe they're the best in the world and they're not shy on letting you know that either. So if anyone comes in to challenge that uh, that title, they'll soon let you know about the fact that you're in for a serious fight to have to take that mantle away from them. So it'd be very, very interesting to see how the squad reacts to that uh, bubble, whether they're able to relax and get out of that bubble a lot or... or whether their trips down the road for a coffee will be quiet ones or whether there'll be fans everywhere. I vouch for the latter probably. And then the players will have to get used to that. But there is a lot of experience on this tour. There's a lot of players that went on the Australia tour four years ago. Gatland uh, will know exactly what to do with the players to, to try and get the best out of them. There's a fantastic coaching staff. And for me, that's probably the strongest Lions tour I can, uh, squad I can remember being named, uh, certainly you know in the last 15, 16, 20 years. So... Um, it's going to be an absolutely fantastic uh, occasion some amazing tests to look forward to but also the quality of the Super 15 sides they'll be playing uh, they're also playing the New Zealand Barbars and the Maoris while they're out there and, and every one of those games will be will be fierce and intense there'll be no there'll be no uh, 100 nil games against the team of dirt trackers uh, on this tour that's for sure so um, and of course two of, the, two of the Tigers boys in there um Dan Cole and, and Ben Young's ball. How do you think they'll, uh, they'll get on that trip and will they see much test action? Well, I think they're pretty much shoo-ins. Um, there's a heck of a lot of debate, obviously, building up to the uh, the, the an- announcement. Um, I think there was one minor surprise in, in the fact that Warren Gatland named 41 players rather than the 37 that had uh, originally been touted. Although some people have suggested that uh, he should have named 45 and I think given the intensity of the the tour, we'll probably see 45 players at least used over the course of the uh, of the five weeks because, as you say, it's going to be uh, massively intense, not not just uh, test level, but also in the midweek games where uh, I think one or two of the, uh, the New Zealand boys will be wanting to, uh, to put down a marker. But obviously we're all delighted to see uh, Ben Youngs and, and Dan Cole in there. Uh, and to be honest, I, I see them... 
starting the first test of fitness being uh, being okay uh, and then we'll see where where things lead from there obviously if it's if it's a good start for the lions uh, and they do manage to get in the noses in front then you would see ben and dan holding the holding down their places but uh, yes I, whether they start or not and i think they will um, they're going to be in the 23 uh, on match day uh, come test time and uh, as you know all 23 players play a, play a massive part especially uh, the higher up the, the ladder you get yeah Dan Cole's up against uh, Tad Furlong and Carl Sinclair in his position for a starting berth um, and I think the, the three scrum halves have gone incredibly strong um, Wales, Reese Webb um, Connor Murray from Ireland and of course Ben all of which all offer slightly different things as a scrum half and all have been on some really good form recently so um, penny for the thoughts of Warren Gatland to see which order they're lining up in ahead of that first test there's, there's obviously plenty of rugby to play before then as well so we'll be able to look at all of them and just seeing what sort of form they, they'll be in because it's been a long season for all of them um, and I guess that's a, another strain on their uh, mind and bodies when you have to get yourself up for another six weeks of fierce action just as you about finish your season Yeah, Conor Murray um, he's missed a little bit of action recently with uh, with injury uh, I think we probably saw how important he is to the uh, the Munster cause at the weekend uh, when they lost to Saracens in the in the semi-final of the European Cup um, he, he'll, there's no question that he'll push Ben Young's hard for uh, a place uh, in the starting lineup, um, and I suppose those early games, once the once the party gets together in New Zealand, um, will decide who starts. But I just think Ben has had such a good international year that he's got his, his nose in front, and uh, all things being equal, I think he'll probably start in that first test. It went slightly under the radar, Paul, but the England team for Argentina was also announced around the same time, and, and Eddie Jones has picked some exciting young talent to go and have a look at. Uh, over there and what essentially will be a, a development tour um, what's your views about the uh, the amount of Tigers on that tour with uh, only Ellis Genge going on it I think um, are there any people that surprised you there or any other Tigers that could could maybe made that trip well first off I'll say I think it's a good mix because you have got that experience with a few guys who haven't got into the uh, into the Lions squad who are, are touring, uh, touring Argentina instead with England um, but I think that has also probably worked against uh, Tigers in a way. Great to see Ellis, Gen- Ellis, Ellis Genjin there because he has had a fantastic season uh, and it's difficult to uh, to realise that he's still only 22 and as, as a prop he's a very young man. So goodness knows what sort of player he's going to develop into. Um, but yes, he's thoroughly earned his place on the, uh, on, on the tour party there. I was a bit disappointed for for Don Barrow. I think uh, since he's come back from his concussion issues at the start of the year, I think he's played extremely well for for Tigers uh, and, and has helped to push the team forward. But I think he probably missed out with Joe Launchbury not being selected for the Lions and, yeah. and playing for the uh, and getting a place on uh, Eddie Jones England squad instead. Uh, Mike Williams, oh, I'm not quite sure what what's happened there because Mike's been working with England just about. All the time that he's he's been available, um, obviously he had his, his broken arm issue uh, before Christmas. But in in the Six Nations, he was with the uh, the international party um, week in week out. Um, why he hasn't quite made it onto the plane this time, uh, I'm not sure. Um, from my point of view, I think he's very much worth a, a place at six. Uh, again, he's a he's a young developing player, and we've not seen the best of him. So maybe his uh, his international time will will come at some point further down the line. 
Uh, player I'd have loved to see go on that England tour, Paul, Sam Harrison. I think he was having a fantastic season until he got that injury a couple of months ago. They could create an argument for sticking Sammy on that tour. So I'm really disappointed he got that injury. And uh, it would be lovely for Sam, even if it's just for one tour, to for him to get out there and wear an England shirt. Where would you play Sam? Prop? Booker? Uh, I'd just tell him, him to run around for <laughs> what he liked. <laughs> I mean, Sam, he really does go under the radar, but he's a popular player with, with Tigers fans, not just because he's a local boy who, who's made good, he, he's also a very good player, and he's also a very committed player. I'm joking there about playing a prop or hooker, but I'm sure that if uh, if he was asked to do a job there, he would go out there and try and do his, his best. Yeah, no doubt. The other one that I'm a little bit disappointed, Disappointed for is uh, Adam Thompson. I think uh, talking to Tigers boys through the season, um, a lot of people have got a lot of time for for Tomo. He, he scored plenty of tries. He's a very good finisher, um, good defensively, um, and I think you know he must have been in, in the minds of the of the selectors. But very consistent as well this year. Played played almost every game, hasn't he? Yeah, he's not missed much at all. And you know, sort of heading into the latter part of the season, quite a few of his teammates have said that he's been the best player on the on the team throughout the year. So, you know, can't do much more than that. But again, um, there's a lot of talent on the on the wings ring. You have to accept that. And and Tomo hasn't quite made it. So we turn our attention then back to uh, to the Premiership this weekend after that break and. Uh, it's not quite a must-win game against Sale Sharks at Welford Road on, on Saturday, but it's uh, it's not far off, and four or five points would come in very, very handy indeed. Um, last year's performance against the Sharks at Welford Road was uh, a bit of a shocker on a desperate day. It wasn't much better at, uh, at Eccles earlier on this season when Tigers scraped a, a bonus point. Um, how do you see this one going on Saturday, Martin? Yeah, it's uh, interesting, isn't it, that Sale have won the last three games against Leicester. There's not many sides, bar Saracens, that can boast a record like that. And um, they are, you know, they're a very inconsistent side, but they're also a very dangerous side. And as we've seen up on, on trips up north over the last couple of years, when they do play some good rugby, they're a seriously good side and some very dangerous threats. One of which, uh, Denis Solomona, is scoring tries for fun at the moment. So Leicester will have to make sure they, they make uh, cut down his channels very quickly. But... Um, Sale are 10th, they can't get relegated, they can't get into Europe and for me this game is all about desire. Leicester's desire to, to um, put one foot in the playoffs should be a lot stronger than Sale's to, to win and for that reason and, and also because of the way Leicester played against Newcastle a fortnight ago, um, it, it only looks like a home win to me and the importance maybe of getting a fifth point will not be lost because I think I'm right in thinking that Tigers need six points to, to secure yeah. um, a playoff place. Um, of course, five-point win this weekend mean they could even lose at Worcester with a bonus, losing bonus point, and still get into that fourth-place uh, position, uh, which would then look like a, an away trip to Wasps in the semi-final. And as good as Wasps are in attack, they are also extremely poor in defence <laughs> over the last couple of months. And the way Leicester played in the second half up there would um, suggest that that game is far from a foregone conclusion. No, and I see Saturday's game as being very similar to the uh, the Newcastle match. If Leicester can start well, put pressure on early, uh, then you would expect them to, to go on and win. Maybe not comfortably, but with uh, a little bit to spare because, as you say, Sale don't have anything to play for. And it is a different matter when, uh, when you don't have anything to play for. I think uh, we saw that most... Um, acutely when when Tigers played Glasgow in the European Cup Glasgow needed to win Tigers had home pride to, to play for 
Glasgow came out, started like a house on fire, and uh, well, we all know what happened from there. So yeah, I expect Tigers to win. Um, Bath Gloucester on on Sunday. Yeah. Who knows? Because they're both coming off uh, big European matches. Yeah. Um, Fantastic win for Gloucester as well last week at La Rochelle. Um, both those sides will be tired, I guess. Physically, you don't know what it's taken out of them, but mentally it can only have helped Gloucester. Uh, and you wonder what might be going through the Bath players' mind after you know having such a great win against Tigers at Twickenham. They've, they've lost a couple and lost a couple in quite uh, difficult circumstances. So, you know, they're going to have to pick themselves up and put in a good performance, but they're in front of their own supporters. Um, you won't put it past them. So, all we can say is it's in Tigers' hands. Um, uh, and let's hope that uh, they do the business as efficiently as they did against Newcastle. Yeah, there's also uh, Exeter against Saints this weekend. Um, some, some very, very, very tasty matches out there to, to keep your eye on over the weekend, if uh, if you so wish. Uh, Jonesy, that's it all uh, all wrapped up for this week. Um, so from me, I'm Paul, me, Martin Croson, all the best. Bye-bye. Cheers, and we'll catch up with you next week, and hopefully we'll be looking at uh, what Tigers need to do at Worcester to, uh, to clinch their place in the playoffs.